Welcome back to Schoolyard Sports Land Frank Podcast. On this is Podcast Land Frank. We're not episode number 25. We're 25 episodes through, and there's a lot to get through in this action-packed episode. NBA is awesome to watch right now, just probably the best sport to watch at this moment right now. Baylor lost to Kansas. Spring training games have started. So much more. So stay tuned for Schoolyard Sports Land Frank episode number 25. It's going to be a great episode. Stay tuned. Episode number 25, how we always do with our headlines in the NBA, the Jazz lost again, this time to the sort of struggling, so we're not struggling, Pelicans. I watched that game. They didn't lose by a lot. They lost by like five points, I think it was, but they're not the best team in the NBA. They might not even be a top two team in the NBA, in my opinion. Jazz, they're not struggling, but they are losing games. They're not, a huge, they're not on their huge win streak anymore, but they're still playing well. They're not the best team in the NBA, though. The Lakers are not the best team in the NBA, though. You'll hear my best team in the NBA later down in the episode. But let's move on to more. The Hawks, they fired their head coach, Lloyd Pierce. And I was stunned by this. They fired him. I really thought that he was a good coach. They're going to keep him for a while. I know the Hawks are struggling a little bit this year, but they're a good team. Bogdan Badovich is out. Rajon Rondo's out. DeAndre Hunter, their number four overall pick, is out. Why did they fire him? He's a good coach. I mean, it seems. I don't know why they fired him. Really, not a good choice. Not a good decision at all, in my opinion. But the Hawks did fire their head coach. Hopefully, they can get a maybe an even better head coach. Their biggest mistake ever was letting go of Mike Budenholzer and then letting him go to the Bucs. And now the Bucs with him are amazing. They should never, ever let Mike Budenholzer go. They did. They did. But the Hawks, they just fired their next head coach, their last head coach, Lloyd Pierce, and they'll be looking for a new one this offseason. The Nets, they've won 9 out of 10. And they are playing amazing. I think... I looked it up. I think seven of those games are against playoff teams. So, nine out of ten. One loss to the Mavericks, which it was a tough game. No KD, no Kyrie Harden. It was just Harden in that game playing with the rest of the Nets squad. That's sort of good. But Nets, they are on fire right now, winning nine out of ten. Let's move over to college basketball. There's a lot of news. Baylor lost to Kansas. And Baylor, like I said last episode, they came off of their... Three-week pause. And they almost lost number two win Iowa State team. They almost lost them. Iowa State mo- the lead most of that game. Then they had to play a ranked Kansas team, but a seven-loss Kansas team. They lost to Kansas, getting their first loss of the season. I was stunned by that. I didn't think they were going to lose. I thought they would have bounced back and won. But no, they lost. They got their first loss of the season. Michigan, my favorite team, is number two in the polls. And they're probably going to win the Big Ten regular season. They will. They're probably going to win the Big Ten tournament. And right now, my national championship pick Usually don't do bold things like this in the headlines, but my national championship pick right now is my Michigan Wolverines. That's not being biased because so many people are picking Michigan to win the national championship. The number two team in the nation, but the best team in the nation. Gonzaga, they almost lost to like Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount stuck with them, was able to hang with them for the whole first half. Then they collapsed a little bit towards the end of the second half, but Gonzaga, they should be blowing out teams like that. Their conference is terrible. You should be beating teams by, like, 50. Then they had to play Santa Clara earlier in the week. A terrible Santa Clara team. They still did win that game by a little bit, but we should be blowing out these teams, Gonzaga. That's why I'm not sold on Gonzaga being the best team in college basketball. That's why I think my Michigan Wolverines are the best team in college basketball because they beat the number four team in the nation, or number five, Iowa, by, like, 18. Michigan firing in all cylinders right now. But that's about it for the headlines. Stay tuned for an action-packed episode. Still a lot more to come on Squared Sports Lane for episode number 25. Stay tuned.
Now, top five. Today's top five is top five MLB teams heading into this season. Spring training has started. It's going to be a great MLB season. It's a 162-game season. P. Alonso says he's ready. He's, he's excited about these new baseballs, and he's going to crush all of them if he hits the right spot. I expect Pete Alonso to have like 30, 40, 50 even home runs. My favorite player on the Mets. So let's jump into my MLB top five teams heading into the season. Number five, the New York Yankees. Yankees. I'm sorry, Yankees fans. My grandma's a huge Yankees fan. She's probably going to be mad about this, but the Mets are the kings of New York in baseball now. They are. They're the best team in New York for baseball right now. They are. The Mets are on. Are going to have an amazing season this year, and that's not me being biased. That's me being a logical MLB fan, saying the Mets are going to have a better season than the Yankees. But the Yankees, still a good team. Gene Carl Stanton, Aaron Judge, they're going to have a good year. They're going to actually, they're going to make the playoffs. And they're going to be the five seed. They're going to be the fifth best team hanging to next season. Number four, the Atlanta Braves. Some people are expecting the Braves to take a step ahead. Some are expecting them to take a step back. They're a great team. They're a young team. Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman. They got a good pitching staff. Mike Soroka's coming back. He, like, tore his Achilles in, like, the, one, the first series of the year. This Braves team's going to be good. They probably wouldn't have went to... Remember, they were going to go to the World Series last year. They were up 3-1. to one, And they blew it to the Dodgers. They could have won that series. They were up 3-1 to one and had a game at home, and they gave up, like, 12 runs in the first inning. This Braves team, I think they take a little step back. They're going to be the fourth-best team next season. Number three... The San Diego Padres, Fernando Tatis, their superstar. The new wave in baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. His huge $340 million contract, 14 years, no opt-out. But the Padres are going to have a great year next year. They got you Darvish in the offseason. They got Blake Snell in the offseason. They got so many great pieces, this team. They're going to be a great team. A great team this year, the Padres. They're going to take a huge step forward. I know they made the playoffs last year, but they got eliminated by the Dodgers in the second round. NLDS. They're going to take a huge step forward this year, the Padres. They're the third best team in MLB heading into next season. Number two, the New York Mets. That's why I'm wearing my Mets sweatshirt today. The Mets, not the best team. I, most people know who the best team is. I've said it a couple times, but the Mets, they might make the World Series next year, this year. They might be the best team in baseball. That, in my opinion, might change from the season starts, but right now, number two. Jacob DeGrom's probably going to win the sign. Pete Alonso, my pick for MVP right now. I know that's mostly biased picks, but the Mets are going to be a great team next year. Francisco Lindor, if they can get a solid third baseman, I know J.D. Davis is good, but if they can get someone like Chris Bryant, Matt Chapman, who they've been in trade talks with, this team could be the best team in the MLB. I'm not joking. The Mets are serious. Last year, they said, everyone said, the Mets are going to be a good team. They're going to make the playoffs. The Mets didn't make the playoffs, but this year, they're going to make Playoffs, and they're going to be a great team next year. Second best team hanging to the MOB next year, the Mets. Number one, the Los Angeles Dodgers. I said the Dodgers are going to have a great season. 110 wins, something crazy like that. Trevor Bauer, they've got a lot of great pieces. Clayton Kershaw, the reigning champs, are obviously the best team heading into next season. That's about for my top five MOB teams hanging to next season. Leave your top five MLB teams hanging for next season. Do you think the Mets are legit? Do you think the Yankees are good? Do you think the Braves will take a step forward or step back? Leave that in the comments section. But those are my picks. Leave yours in the comments. Now, did you know? Today's did you know is, did you know you have a 1 in 9.2 quintillion chance of getting a perfect bracket? I've done did you know before that nobody's ever gotten a perfect bracket. 
ever. But did you know you have a 1 in 9.2 quintillion chance of getting a perfect bracket? Good luck this year filling out your bracket, because you have a 1 in 9.2 quintillion chance. So basically, slimmer than none. Yeah, there's absolutely, it's almost impossible to get a perfect bracket. Nobody's ever done it. But did you know that you have a 1 in 9.2 quintillion chance of getting a perfect bracket? You have a higher chance of winning the lottery. You do. That's great. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's about for Did You Know This Week. Now, let's jump into some NFL. The NFL season is a long ways away. But here are some of my picks. Some surprise Super Bowl contenders. The obvious ones, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, the Rams. I don't care about those teams. Here are my surprise ones. Number one, the San Francisco 49ers. The whole talk this whole offseason is they're going to get Matthew Stafford. No, they didn't get him. They're going to get Aaron Rodgers. No, they're not going to get him. They're going to get Deshaun Watson. It doesn't look like they're going to get him. The only quarterback on the market right now that I would take, or only untouchable quarterback right now that I would, a non-touchable quarterback. So Sean Watson is not untouchable because he might get traded. Only quarterback on the market right now that I wouldn't that I would take over Jimmy G would be Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't take Matthew Stafford if he was still available over Jimmy G. I wouldn't take Teddy Bridgewater over Jimmy G. There's talks about that. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo is amazing. All right, what was the 49ers record this year? Seven and nine, six and ten. You happy with that, 49ers fans? No, you're not. You happy about the year before? When you had Jimmy G as the, whole, the start of the whole season, what was the end result? Runner-up in the Super Bowl. The season before that, you were 2-14, and 14, I think, something like that. Second-worst team in the NFL. You went from second-worst to second-best with Jimmy G. And Jimmy G didn't even play at all that season where they were second-worst. He was here torn ACL, so they were terrible without him. And then the year before, his first year there, he only played seven games. They went 6-1 and one in those seven games. Jimmy Garoppolo has to be the 49ers franchise quarterback. I know their GM saying, well, we're thinking about some things. You better not be. Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback the 49ers can possibly get. Unless they get to Sean Lawson, but Jimmy Garoppolo, he's good. He's injury prone a little, but come on. You really think that Teddy Bridgewater is better than Jimmy Garoppolo? You really think Matthew Stafford, who has never ever won a playoff game, you'll take him over Jimmy Garoppolo, who's led you to a Super Bowl? who you're great with. You would take them over him? No one all with this, but you got to keep him, 49ers. He's got to be your quarterback. They're going to be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year with Jimmy Garoppolo. Number two, the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to get a better run game. They're going to get more Jackson. I know there's talks about extension having trouble, but they're going to get a couple of good receivers. Maybe Allen Robinson or Rashad Bateman. I hope they get him, but the Ravens are going to be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year. Number three, the New Orleans Saints. You're saying, the brakes. New Orleans Saints Super Bowl contenders. Everyone's picking them to take a step back. I'm taking, I'm predicting them to take a step forward. Michael Thomas is coming back. Their defense was great towards the end of the last year. They're going to have a better year. James Winston, you're going to have a capable quarterback. I'm not saying anything trashing Drew Brees, but we all know he didn't. He couldn't rifle the ball for past 20 yards last season. We know he couldn't. His arm was a little too washed. But Drew Brees comes back, they're not surprised Super Bowl contenders. There's no, they're not Super Bowl contenders if Drew Brees comes back. Drew Brees, great career, Hall of Famer, won Super Bowl, MVP. But no, no, no. James Winston got to be their guy. He's got to be their guy. Or Mac Jones. Those are my only two choices. No Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, eh, he did nothing for you. 
He got you wins against easy teams. He lost to the Eagles. And Jalen Hurts' first start ever. They're going to be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year. The Saints with everybody coming back healthy. Number four, the last one. The Minnesota Vikings. You're saying the Minnesota Vikings, they've got Kirk Cousins, that quarterback. Have you forgot? Have you forgot that Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback? Kirk Cousins, if he had a decent O-line, which they might get a better O-line this year, he'd be a great quarterback. He wouldn't fumble the ball. He wouldn't throw as many picks. They have Justin Jefferson, who's going to have a better year. They're going to have a defense that's going to have a better year. I hope they pick Christian Barmore at number 14 from Alabama. I know it's a bit of a reach, but to help the run defense, I mean, Alvin Kamara got six rushing touchdowns on them Christmas. This team, the Vikings, they're going to be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year. That's about for why I think will be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year. Leave in the comment section you think will be surprised Super Bowl contenders next year. Now, NBA rundown. Let's jump into it. My NBA headlines. You know how I said in the headline, earlier headlines, how I said how I would say in this episode who I think the best team in the NBA is? The Nets are the best team in the NBA. And you're thinking right now, I'm swiping off this video because the Nets are not the best team in the NBA. That's what you're thinking, but let me explain. The Nets are the best team in the NBA. They've won 9 out of the last 10. Lakers, you really think, because AD, we all know he's not going to be perfect form when he comes back. We all know he's still going to be a little banged up. It's going to be like a 2018 Cavaliers situation where LeBron was just stuck with a bunch of mediocre, decent players like Larry Nance, Jordan Clarkson. was playing well now, but he wasn't great then. It's going to be like that. He's got decent players right now without AD. He's got Dennis Schroeder. Decent player. Montrose Harrell. Decent player. It's like that. They're not the best team in the NBA at all. At all. The Lakers. Nets. The best team in the NBA. I'm sorry, Jazz fans, if there are any. I'm sorry, Lakers fans. The Nets are the best team in the NBA. And that's my reasoning. The Nets are easily, easily the best team in the NBA. You can't tell me otherwise. James Harden's playing at an MVP level. He's playing amazing right now, James Harden. Kyrie Irving's playing amazing. Some people are saying he's the best show in basketball. And then mix KD in there. This is going to be the best team in the NBA if it isn't already. Nets are the best team in the NBA, in my opinion. If LeBron can win, lead this Lakers team to the first seed, number one seed in the playoffs, he's the MVP. If he can lead this Lakers team without AD, AD's going to come back, but not in perfect form can lead this team to the first seed. Then he's my MVP. Easy. I don't even care what his stats are. He's MVP. I mean, how do you lead this team to the finals? To the first seed? Yeah, he's going to do that, I think. But they're not going to win the title. But LeBron, I think he does win MVP this year. Let's talk about R.J. Barrett. Remember how I said, R.J., remember I said last episode, I went to that Knicks game and R.J. Barrett was terrible? Well, ever since I said that, R.J. Barrett has been going off as of late. He had 28 points the other night. 25 points. It's a Pistons. He's playing well. I'm sorry, RJ Barrett, but hopefully you can show more. Hopefully you can be the next James Harden like I expected you to be. But RJ Barrett is playing well as of late. Last thing in the NBA rundown. My finals prediction is Nets, Lakers, KD, Russell Baron. It's going to be awesome. Nets, Lakers, NBA Finals. That's my finals prediction as of now. Early March, NBA Finals prediction, Lakers-Nets. Leave your NBA Finals prediction in the comment section. Leave your thoughts on my NBA rundown, my hot takes in this segment in the comment section, but those are mine.
Now, March Madness, you're saying. What happened to College Basketball Madness? Well, it's March now. College Basketball March Madness. In this College Basketball March Madness episode, I'm going to pick the winner for each Power 6 conference tournament because they started this week, conference tournaments. So let's jump into it. Who's going to win the Pac-12? Probably the weakest conference out of the Power 6. It's going to be UCLA. I've been so high on USC. Remember last episode I said USC is going to make the Final Four? Why did I ever say that? That night they lost by 31 to Colorado. Because I thought they were ranked number 19. I thought they were a great team with Evan Mobley. They hadn't lost a game in a while. Then they lost by 10 on the weekend to Utah. USC is not going to win the Pac-12. Now there's Colorado who a lot of people are picking. I'm picking UCLA. They have, I think, three or four losses on the season. One of them to Ohio State. Go to Ohio State team. And it's only by seven. So... UCLA is my winner, who well, I think is going to win the Pac-12 Conference Tournament, and they're going to get into the NCAA Tournament this year as an eight seed. The Big Ten, my favorite conference because it has my favorite team in it, the Michigan Wolverines. And I just said who the winner is going to be. The Michigan Wolverines, my Michigan team, they're going to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament. They won it in 2016. They won it in 2017. They lost by a point in the championship in 2018. It got canceled last year. But they're going to win it this year. They are going to. This is the best team in college basketball. This is. They are a great team, Michigan. The best team in college basketball. And they're going to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament this year. I'm sorry, Ohio State fans. I'm sorry, Iowa fans, who we destroyed by 20. I'm sorry, Illinois fans. I'm sorry, other Big Ten team fans. Michigan is going to win the Conference Tournament this year. This is not a biased episode. I've said a lot of many people think biased things. I've said great teams about my favorite teams, but... I think Michigan's the best team in college basketball. No debate about it. Now, the Big 12. Baylor's going to win the Big 12. They're going to bounce back. It's not going to be Kansas. It's not going to be West Virginia. It's not going to be Oklahoma. It's not going to be Oklahoma State. It's going to be Baylor. They're going to bounce back, and they're going to win the Big 12 Conference Tournament. The Big East. Not a Power 5. There's only Power 5 in college football, but there's a Power 6 in college basketball because of the Big East. And who's going to win the Big East, you're saying? Not Villanova. Villanova, the team got lost by... 20 around to an unranked Butler team? No, no, no. Creighton Blue Jays. Creighton. Their point guard. Marcus Zagorowski. They're going to win the Big East this year. No debate about it, in my opinion. Creighton, the most underrated team in college basketball. Some March Madness tips for you when you fill out your bracket. Pick Creighton to make it to the lead eight, Sweet 16, Final Four. They're a great team, Creighton. They're going to win the Big East this year. Last two conferences. The ACC and the SEC. ACC this year, usually known as the best conference for college basketball because they've got Duke, they've got North Carolina, they've got Virginia, they've got Florida State. Florida State is going to win the ACC conference tournament this year. Duke this year, unranked. North Carolina, unranked, even though they did beat Florida State. They had a nice win over Florida State over the weekend. But I find that to be a fluke. I do. I think Florida State Seminoles, Leonard Hamilton, their great head coach, He's going to lead them to a conference tournament. They technically won it last year since they were the regular season champs, and then they, and then when the tournament got canceled midway, they were the highest seed remaining. They just gave the championship to them, but eh, kind of has an asterisk next to it. But Florida State, they're going to win the ACC conference tournament this year. No debate about it. The SEC. Alabama's going to win the SEC conference tournament. You're thinking, Alabama has a basketball team? Alabama's basketball team here is amazing. Nate O's their head coach. They ranked number six in the polls last week. They would shot to number four if they beat Arkansas. But they did lose to number twelve. Arkansas, a good team. They might win. 
the conference tournament, but my pick is Alabama. They do. He's going to lead his team to an SEC conference tournament championship. Kentucky's not going to win it. Kentucky's not a good team this year. They're not. Underperforming. They are. B.J. Boston wasn't playing well. Brandon Boston. So, Alabama is going to win the SEC conference tournament this year. No debate about it. That's who I think they're going to win. The Power Six. All the Power Six conferences. Well, I think he's going to win the conference tournament and all those conferences. Leave who you think is going to win the Big Ten. Leave who you think is going to win the Pac-12. Leave who you think is going to win the Big East. Do you think Michigan's going to win the Big Ten? Do you think Crane's going to win the Big East? And do you think UCLA will win Pac-12? Leave that in the comment section. Those are my thoughts. Now, J.J. Watt, we all know, shocked the whole world on Monday when he signed with the Arizona Cardinals. So everyone was picking Packers, Steelers, Browns, Bills, Chiefs. Nobody was thinking the Cardinals. Remember around a couple weeks ago when DeAndre Hopkins made the Instagram post with him in a Cardinals uniform and J.J. Watt in a Cardinals uniform? I was just, I was shocked. I mean, that was just, like, kind of funny. Most people thought he's not going to go to the Cardinals. But he did go to the Cardinals. I saw that he went to, I mean, everyone saw that he went to Cardinals, and it's a great move, actually. A great move. People are bashing him for it, saying, it's the wrong move. You should have gone to the Packers. You should have gone to this team. No. The Cardinals, having another edge rusher, will help. It'll help them beat teams like the Rams. Get after Matthew Stafford. Stop that run game. This is a great move. A great move. I feel bad for Russell Wilson. He has to go up against J.J. Watt now. He is, I mean, he needs to go up against Aaron Donald, Chandler Jones. Nick Bosa every year, and now he's to go up against J.J. Watt also. This is a great move by J.J. Watt. Cardinals, they're going to make the playoffs next year. They're going to go 12-4. and four. That's my hot take. They're going to go 12-4 and four next year, the Cardinals. Remember when I said the Cardinals this year were the second-best team in the NFL? But then they collapsed. They went 8-8 eight and eight this year. But they lost three winnable games down the stretch. It was the Patriots game, the Rams game, and then the 49ers game. All those games were very, very winnable, and they lost them all. They did. They went 8-8, eight and eight, but this year, they're going to go 12-4. and four. They're going to have a great year, the Cardinals. A great year. And they're going to make the playoffs. This is a great move by the Cardinals to sign J.J. Watt. A great move by J.J. Watt to go to the Cardinals. I love this move. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. I'm agreed this in A+. A++++. Move for J.J. Watt and an A+. For the Cardinals. What are you going to give J.J. Watt on signing with the Cardinals? Leave that in the comment section. That's what I think. Now, let's jump into my NBA All-Star Day predictions. The dunk contest is at halftime. The NBA All-Star Game, three-point contest and skills challenge before it. The teams haven't been announced yet for the NBA All-Star Game, but who do I think will play well in the All-Star Game? Whatever team Zion's going to be on, they're just going to want him feeding the ball. They're going to want him to do a through-the-legs 360 crazy dunk. So he's probably going to play really, really well. Zion. Jason Tames has started, but I don't think he'll play that well. LeBron, I think. He's going to play really, really well. I actually am going to pick LeBron to win All-Star Game MVP. I am. I also picked him to win real-life MVP, NBA regular season award MVP. I think he's going to win NBA All-Star Game MVP. I think he will. He's going to win the NBA All-Star Game MVP. I think Obi Toppin's going to win the dunk contest. I think he will. Over Cassius Stanley. Over Anthony Simons. Not a biased pick, but... That's what I think. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Who do you think will win the NBA All-Star Game MVP? Leave that in the comment section.
at the blizzard. A lot of people are saying, Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. He's the next amazing quarterback. Slow the Brady. Stop. Slow down. Mac Jones is not the next Tom Brady. That's ridiculous to say Mac Jones, a 6'3 quarterback, who's amazing, isn't going to be the next Tom Brady. That is ridiculous. If you say Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady, get out of here. I love Mac Jones. I think he's the third best quarterback in this draft class. Some people say that's absurd, but people saying his comparison is Tom Brady, that's more absurd. How can you say that he's the next Tom Brady? He's a great quarterback. He's big. He's six foot three, two eighteen, something like that. He's great. Mac Jones, I love him, but he's a winner. I'll say that, but not the next Tom Brady. Again, I'll say some things about him. He's a great quarterback. Great quarterback. Third best quarterback in this draft class. I've been so high on Mac Jones this year. I have. I thought he is the best, maybe most accurate thrower in this draft class. Most accurate quarterback in this draft class over the last couple years, maybe even. His deep ball is absolutely insane. I said how, how he gets too much slack for having a great receiving core. He's a great player, Mac Jones, but not the next Tom Brady, everybody. Calm it down. He's nowhere near the next Tom Brady. Maybe like a Tony Romo, somebody like that. Now, my comparison for him right now is Joe Burrow, and you're saying Joe Burrow's just a rookie. We don't even know what his potential is yet. But he can be like a Joe Burrow. I want him to go to the Panthers, Mac Jones. The Panthers need a winner, all right? Their head coach, Matt Rule, he's, he's not that much of a winner. He never went to the college football playoff A Baylor. He never, ever went to the college football playoff at Temple. But he was a, he's a good coach. They need a winning culture. Mac Jones is a winner. Just like Cam Newton was a winner when he came out of college. He won the national championship. He had won the Heisman. Mac Jones has won a national championship. He has. He's won two of them. One on the bench, but one as a starter. Gets Ohio State where he played amazing 400 yards. Mac Jones, great player. I hope he goes to the Panthers. In that Joe Brady system, Joe Burrow excelled under Joe Brady. They're really like players. Not as mobile as Joe Burrow and Mac Jones. But he's a really, really good, great player. He is. He would thrive in that Joe Brady system. I hope he goes there at 8. I think the Panthers need to let the game come to them. Don't trade up. Don't try and get Justin Fields. Maybe try and get Trey Lance. He falls into your lap. But Mac Jones, let the game come to you, Panthers, and take Mac Jones. That's my message. Mac Jones, not the next Tom Brady. Definitely not the next Tom Brady. But that's about for at the buzzer this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the best for last question today. Who should be the first pick in the NBA All-Star Draft? The NBA All-Star Draft. There's a draft for the NBA All-Star game now. We all know it's been like that for a couple years now. But who should be the first pick? Maybe it'll be Zion has the reserve spot, but he's not a starter Zion. Maybe it'll be Giannis the first pick. It probably actually will be Giannis the first pick. The NBA All-Star Game Draft. But that's the question today. Who do you think will be the first pick, first overall pick, of the NBA All-Star Game Draft. The real draft is Anthony Edwards, but who do you think will be the first pick of the NBA All-Star Game Draft? Leave that in the comment section. That's about the question of the day this week. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world.